0: All right, so with me today we have Leilani Downer, the writer for Seven Eleven, and Joel Edwards, the director. So we're going to go into a little discussion about some of their choices when it comes to casting for the project, as well as some Q&A between them. Uh, thank you guys both for being here. I appreciate it. I think you're both awesome. I'm so excited to see kind of this fun collaboration and how it all comes out and plays out.
1: Ooh. Yes, thank you. Sure, <laughs> I definitely have. Uh, definitely have my, I think I've Selected who I, who I would choose, um, Leilani. I'm not sure if you have your favorites too of what you kind of envisioned when you were writing. Curious to see your your thoughts on this.
2: Well, um, you know, I uh, I just wanted to uh, write a piece um, that people could relate to, and um, with I I was looking in terms of the casting. You know, just for actors that um, understood the project and could bring some of the emotional level. So um, I did, um, you know, see uh, the actors, some of the actors who um, auditioned for the parts. Um, I will say that for the role of Carl, you know, I just, I I thought of my dad almost, you know, um, and uh, the relationship uh, between, uh, it it almost felt like a father and a daughter, um, you know, just trying to uh, comfort her. And uh, so I thought, um, you know, several of the actors that auditioned for the part, um, it came across that way and not heavy handed, a little um, fun in a way, you know, that that might sound weird, but a little, you know, a soft side, but very right. sure of what they were saying.
1: Right. So, yeah. yeah, I, I definitely kind of felt that um, kind of that vibe too between the relationship between them. But um I, I watched Martin Davis's tape and, uh, Ronald Sinclair. And I was, I was kind of stuck on the two of them, uh, Mm -hmm. for a little bit. I felt like Ronald Sinclair really brought a serious, a more serious emotional side to it, which I enjoyed. And I liked keeping it, uh, keeping it serious throughout the Mm -hmm. whole film. But then after watching Martin, uh, like you said, kind of this dad, uh, figure a little goofy uh playful caring and Mm -hmm. and then still being able to kind of have this character arc from being lighthearted, goofy to then at the end again bringing it back to that serious note and kind of ending on a more serious note so i think i i personally would like to use martin davis i think he'd be a great choice bring Mm -hmm. some energy into the um into the character and but that that's uh, that's my that's my opinion. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I do I spark to both of those those actors as well. So um yeah I think uh, I think um which you know if you if that Martin is the choice then you can't go wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I thought they did good work, and uh, yeah the the actors I saw really. Uh, you know I was drawn to them I, I felt like they understood the project and um you know they, they were good actors that came to audition and give their all to it um so I really like that good actors in HCNF
1: yes yes
2: <laughs> yeah
1: and how about for uh for Rachel
2: well Rachel's interesting you know when I wrote her you know I I did think of a like a Thirty-some odd woman. I I think I said you know uh, I wasn't stuck on any nationality, um, but um, you know the the the, the different actresses um, that auditioned for the role. You know it, it was great it was good to see the different what what they brought to it, and I think that there was so much diversity in um, she, selecting uh, the character of Rachel, um, and. Uh, there were, uh, you know, uh, again, they, some of them approached it more seriously and that wasn't, you know, wrong. It was a choice and others, um, you know, they were serious, but there were moments where they really did, um, you know, kind of like find a little bit of the, uh, a sense of relief or humor almost in it, you know, um, there was uh, one line, uh, that made me laugh almost, um, and, um, it's uh one of the actresses um, when she gave the line, I'm I'm glad you you noticed, you know, that you're All older right. than me, <laughs> you know. So uh that was kind of like a moment. Um, but I, I thought, you know, and then there were other uh, part, bits that the actresses did that um, made me really feel emotional about what they had gone through that night. So um, I thought that they delivered. Um, and th- that was a hard choice, I think. I think um you, you had a hard choice as the director um, of figuring out which one you wanted to go with. What were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, like you said, it was definitely fun to see just kind of the diversity of all the different um, auditions. And it really, I, I mean, I guess it opened your mind to just all the different possibilities and kind of, I would just kind of play with them like in my, in my head of, okay, I, I could see this going this way. I could see this going this way. I could see this. Uh, but um, when I saw Vena Howard's tape, the last mm-hmm. audition, I, I just, I, I really felt it. And I couldn't, I couldn't stop picturing her after, after I watched it and I just feel like she had this real strong character um, that fit, um, fit the the script i feel like you know in, in the script she's she's she the character doesn't realize how strong she really is she has this strength but she doesn't she doesn't necessarily know it and so she's at the point of wanting to give in to give up and that's why she's being reminded because god you know and this this uh this angel the spirit comes and and reminds her no 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 no, we've kind of chosen you you know we've we, we're, we're here to encourage you because you are you are strong. You you are there for a reason. You're here to help others and you're here to give hope to others. And so I just felt like Vina when she was delivering that, I, I just felt that strength from her. And I, I was like, oh yeah, she's, I, I gotta, I, I think I gotta go with her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, she was good and very strong. And I think she, yeah, delivered on the emotion for me. Um, when she talks about the moment that she held his hand. So, um, I was very, you know, I was very pleased to see her in the mix and I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm very happy that, you know, you're going in that direction. So,
1: yeah. 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 That was a big, a big part. I definitely, you know, want those, um, that emotional, um, part in the script, you know, where she's crying over that, Mm -hmm. that's, uh, it has to hit right you know it has to feel it has to feel genuine right i believe so And all the auditions were were great
2: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah i'm excited this is this will be yeah. fun
2: and i guess the last uh character three character um show uh, dr price or mm-hmm. michael price um i you know it's a smaller role you know it doesn't take as much screen time because part some of it is on the phone and we don't even get to hear him but um I think that that character is kind of really important um you know if the actor is looking you know in terms of background um the actor saw it all kind of like that um silent witness to what she went through the night before and right. so i i you know looking at the lines um uh, when he's trying to search her feelings um the next day and are you coming back Are you are you gonna be here you know kind right. of the need he has, and to know that she's okay, so um, I, I, I it, it can be a nice little um, a vehicle for the actor to to work with. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of pictured someone, you know, uh, this authoritative voice, um, still, still, still the boss. I mean, like you said, it has a care for her and, and saw her and wants her to come back. Wants wants her to be okay. But at mm-hmm. the same time, he's he's kind of the boss, you know, and he he's also got this business kind of mind where we got to keep things moving. We have things to do, and um, so for me, a lot of it was the voice, and and watching um, the auditions, just kind of feeling feeling who who could carry carry that idea you know, th- through, through their voice. And so just listening back to some of them, I thought they were good. Uh, you know, I thought they were great. And um, after I heard Dominique Marcel's voice, I, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay. He, I think he's, he's got the kind of that authoritative voice that, that fits in my, in my head. And I, I think he would be a good fit yeah, personally.
2: I, I could definitely see him as the doctor, you know, and um, yeah, I liked him too. So I think i you know, very good choices. Uh, you know, the casting did a great job in bringing yes. the actors forward and made it harder on uh oh, yeah. audience, actually, as
0: the they director. Brought but, <laughs> they brought some yeah, they heat, they brought some heat. Yeah, just... they brought the heat, <laughs> yes. So that's good, that's very good. I know, I'm excited to hear um, about what you guys are saying about Vina because I know Leilani, we just had her on the last podcast. And she uh-huh. was in your last project too for Zoom Room oh, yeah. oh, in yeah. a comedic role. So it's kind of interesting to see the dynamic yeah. of her switching between the two.
2: You know, Jennifer, she even looked different for me, to me in this one, you know, mm-hmm. she she kind of like had that, um, and this is not against her. She had that bed head, you know, waking up in the morning and um, yeah. she just looked different. She embodied something different for me. So that's mm-hmm. great.
0: Yeah, yeah, she definitely, like, she's so great at getting in character, and you can see it just, like, in her different, I've seen a few of her self-tapes, too, and just every time she's very, like, on point with every little detail, so.
1: Yeah. It, it'll be, uh, I feel like um, I'll be challenged in a way, too, because I've always veered on the side of keep the dialogue minimal, you know, mm-hmm. keep, keep it concise to the point, don't, don't say more than you need to say. Just be more creative with the visual. You know, I, this is just yeah. me speaking because I I don't want people to get bored in a sense. Not not that your script's boring at all by any means. I just personally, you know, mm-hmm. am like, okay, I'm not a good writer with 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 words. So so to have someone else who, as yourself, very talented and can write great dialogue, I, I'm challenged to okay, let's let's um let's make this visually as interesting as possible, too, and not um, don't let the the richness of the dialogue uh, become stale by the visuals. Mm-hmm. So this, this would be a fun challenge for me. I'm excited to, to tackle this on and, and really bring it to life.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. The thing about short films um, and television, I come out of television, is that, you know, a lot of it's character-driven and a lot of it is dialogue, you know. Because um, you're, especially in shorts you're doing, it's, it's such a small uh, medium in a sense. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I would love to see what you do visually as well, um, you know, just by virtue of what the story is. And, you know, you're also shooting during the time of pandemic and, um, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, the spacing and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that you, you, you bring a lot to it, so.
1: Yeah, there'll be some challenges sure. for sure, but that's that's filmmaking, right? Mm-hmm. If it was easy, then it wouldn't be filmmaking. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and Joel, actually, while we're talking about production a little bit, um, I was curious if you, I don't know how far you would have gotten into development and things like that, pre-production aspects, but um, do you have any, like, have you been thinking about it or any ideas going so far?
1: Right now, um. I mean, I like to just kind of sit on the script and make sure I have an idea like for every shot, you know. So obviously there's specific moments like the opener, like, and I try to wrap my head around it because I I personally love when the opening frame is an exact reference of the last frame. So when you see the first and last, you could put them together and it's almost even just those two frames tell the story in a sense. So I've, I've tried to kind of, I've been spinning my head around how I could have her awake on the bed and then end again with the, you know, where the sun is shining on her face in the room again, how I could maybe match the shot in a way to where if you look at the beginning frame and the last frame, they're very similar in the, in the, in the you know, just in the frame itself, But at the same time, you're seeing this sad, broken girl in the first who is really in need of encouragement, is in need of a second wind. And then the final frame, realizing her purpose, realizing, you know, she does have the strength. She was given this, you know, second wind and she feels strengthened and empowered to continue on. And so that was kind of just, you know, something, I guess, small. But to me, I've just been thinking about that obviously, and then just, um, I guess more technical stuff of, like I mentioned before, just keeping the, the dialogue interesting by maybe moving the camera, keeping the camera moving, um, not just, you know, static shots of of a wide and a, and a tight shot, but, but just kind of racking my brain around that and, and how I can keep it super engaging, um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of the main the main things I've been thinking on right now, making sure I could get all of the shots down in my head first, and then start start writing it down.
2: I like that concept of the first and last frame.
1: Yeah, it, I just feel like it ties a perfect little bow, you know, onto you know the film itself, and just I guess a, one of my favorite creative ways to try to tell a story. But yeah, I mean, I definitely like the shot with the sun coming through the window, the rays beaming through like that shot. I'm excited about um, just visually how we want to do it. And I mean, that, that kind of I feel like that scene, if I had to pick a scene like what the film was about, that's that's what it's about. You know, that 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 scene, that frame of her being, you know, warmed by the the sun's rays being enriched in that. Um, that that's the hope you know that that is that is the joy that's the that's the thing to be thankful for in the midst of a dark world around you that's that's the light that beams and reminds us that we have that hope and so that I'm just like okay I gotta make sure I get that shot down that needs to be the most beautiful shot you know that people will see and and that should be encouraging even to the audience
2: well I'm excited about that shot for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope, I hope I can meet your expectations. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be good. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you guys have great ideas and like kind of hearing it back and forth a little bit. It's, I'm also very excited for it. I
1: think <laughs> it'll be great. So, so I do have a question, Leilani. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you come up with 7-Eleven as the time?
2: 11-11. Well, you know what? Um, I have a friend, a girlfriend who, um, you know, she's always telling me. That throughout her life she sees the number seven <laughs> eleven, and uh, while she's telling me this, she should, she shows me her watch. She says, "See, it's seven eleven right now," and um, you know she says, "I don't know what it means or whatever." So we kind of looked it up, and we uh, you know we landed on the fact that it's kind of a very mystical um, number that you know it 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 uh, points itself toward um, something good coming, you know almost. Mm. And uh, so, you know, she gets excited when she sees 7-Eleven and it does kind of, it's a theme in her life. It has become a theme in her life. So, um, you know, I just thought of it, you know, waking up in the morning and it's 7-Eleven, it's almost like that hour or that moment that something's about to happen and something good, even though she doesn't know it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how I landed on that, you know, that, that moment. That's cool. It, yeah, it wraps itself at the end.
1: I like that. And I was kind of curious too, as far as like, I guess a more technical side. Um, like, so when she, um, when she wakes up at Seven Eleven, right? She has mm-hmm. a conversation with Carl. They go through it all. And then she wakes up again and it's still 7-11. Mm-hmm. So do you think, um, like, did time stand still or was she kind of, reached in a weird dream state you know just I guess this is just my own curiosity kind of if you thought you know as you're writing it
2: I almost felt you know as I was writing it I I was looking for something and I and my thought as the writer was that you know she kind of got she bought she got time back she got Mm. it back and, um, you know, she spent, remember, she's running late, she overslept, all of this stuff. And, um, you know, he tells her, you know, why don't you just go back to bed? You know, it'll be okay. okay. And, um, you know, she's like, I'm late, but she goes back and it's almost like she gets that, you know, she gets what she lost back. And, um, you know, you, you know, you hear the saying, you're not late, you're right on time, you know, kind of a thing. All so right. those kinds of things, um, I melded it together. And she even says to the doctor at the end, you know, did I, you know, did we talk? You know, it's almost like, did this really happen? And, right. you know, the other thing I was thinking about, I know I'm talking about, is, um, uh, you know, it's a wonderful life. And at the end, all the stuff that happens to George Bailey, if you know the movie, it's, it's a Wonderful Life, and you know he, in the end, he finds out he's the richest man in town, and all of this stuff happens. The angel visits him, and it's it's not till that bell rings, you know, and you find out that the you know um, he got his you know the angel got his wings that you almost feel like okay, it really happened. Okay, right. this really happened to him. And there's something tangible in the world that reminds him that this happened. So, um, you know, I was kind of thinking in that area, there's a lot, you know, I think that it, it, sometimes when we write or create, we can pull from good things. And, you know, I kind of I was thinking of those kinds of things when I was putting it down.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. I've always kind of been a fan of these movies, where you know even just like Ebenezer Scrooge you know and like having ghosts visit him or even I think Ghost of Girlfriend's Past with Matthew McConaughey kind of a similar twist spin on it you know but it's just a funny it's kind of a fun you know I guess way of of uh having a second chance Mm -hmm. and so I've, I've always liked movies like that or um Uh, Even like Vanilla Sky with Tom Cruise, I'm not sure if you've seen it. That's more of a, it has definitely a a more sad ending to it. But this, the whole concept of dreams and uh, kind of visions, if you would, it has always been neat. I've always enjoyed it. And so reading it, I just felt like kind of tapping into those vibes. Mm I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: there's a lot to pull from, but yeah, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff too, so.
1: I was even thinking if there's a way we could, in a sense, show Carl, you know, um, being a ghost, you know, not, not, uh, so that's another part I was thinking about, like, what's a cool way we can kind of show the audience, you know, a little hidden Mm -hmm. nugget or some way where you see if you If you pause the film or whatever you're, if if you're able to catch it, you mm-hmm. see there he's he's not really there, you know, mm-hmm. or he's he's a ghost. he's a he's a spirit. And so I was just kind of thinking, how can we do that? What could I do? So I haven't thought of anything exactly yet, but I was thinking maybe even putting like a a hospital band around his wrist, you know showing that a little hint there where she mm-hmm. maybe even peers down when she hands him the mask. She gives him the yeah. mask, and that's when they exchange conversations about him being gone and so she looks you know at his hand that grabs that reaches for the mask and Mm -hmm. she sees the tag and it's almost like a matching transition boom into the hospital bed holding that hand with the wristband and that's when it clicks for her and and so I thought okay sorry I like
2: that I I definitely like that um it reminds me of almost M. Night Shyamalan's Sixth Sense and (laughs) um, how he used the color red to kind of um, give like, what do they call it, rabbits or whatever, to let you know that there's something wrong. The handle right. of the door was red and um, her bedroom slippers were red, you know, those kinds of things. If you read up afterwards and, you know, he put all these little things in there to say there's something off happening here. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I love that. I, I think that's a great idea. Good thinking. Yeah,
1: yeah I like, I just, I, I like that um I like you know smart films where you watch it and afterwards you're like wow that was that was a masterpiece really did you see all the detail it's 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 everywhere and like especially Marvel you know I feel like the writers of Marvel and of Marvel have done such a great job you watch you know Iron the first Iron Man to the last uh you know Endgame you're like they tied these movies together seamlessly it's beautiful and it's like that to me is just you know they're they're masters of their craft when they're able to write in a way where you can look in all of the details and you're finding hidden nuggets and, and things that mm-hmm. point back to it and so i'm like I, I i hope i could do that you know i hope i could do that one day and even practicing now like mm-hmm. like we're talking about like how can we leave these hidden nuggets um that people if if they do see it it, it's kind of fun it's fun to see
2: right right that's great so Uh, i got my work i got
1: my work cut out for me
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it it really sounds like you're uplifting the project
0: so that's great i I love that yeah i think so too just hearing all your ideas is so like amazing and inspiring like the way you guys are both talking about this story i'm excited to see kind of like like, way down the line, I guess, when everything's all completed and done, just to see, like, the impact that it'll have, um, based on, like, with what's happening in the world right now, and what it'll be like when this is done, who even knows, but I think just, like, all the details you're giving right now, I'm very excited for that,
1: so. (laughs) Thank you. Do you guys have any plans, like, I'm actually, I haven't talked to Sunny, but kind of, um, for the release of this, like, to see if or do you guys have any plans of where we're going to promote or share it or is it just going directly online do you know
0: um typically we will put things on our um we have like a private vimeo account and we'll share it with the acting actors and the crew okay for the project um and it's kind of up to the filmmakers if they want to like keep it private for like festivals or however they want to like have it like accessible i guess so i guess it'll gotcha. be kind of up to you all with okay. what you want to do, so it's totally up to the filmmakers what they want to do with their project. I think it
2: has potential, so you know, definitely think about that. You know.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I will. Yeah. I think maybe we could just, you know, once it's finished, we could maybe just have a, you know, test audience and kind of see the response and get some feedback, and um, maybe you know, if it's really good, we can save it and try to try to put it out there. You know, get it in some festivals or promote it somewhere else Mm
2: -hmm.
1: at least that it could reach a broader audience
2: i i would like that for everybody involved (laughs) yeah yeah you know um i i'm just i'm really excited to know you joe and um, hopefully you know in the future there'll be other things that we can collaborate on you
1: know i would love that i would i i you know i i kind of mentioned briefly before i'm not the greatest at writing although I do think I get good ideas mm-hmm. and I, I have concepts, but when it comes to the writing part, I get kind of just stuck, you know, I just oh, write something down, it doesn't feel quite right. And I'm, I can't write fast enough to catch up with the idea in my head, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I see more of the bigger picture. And so when it comes to all of the small things, you know, like dialogue, I, I don't know how to get the dialogue you know where it needs to be for me to finish my story. So if you know we could come up with a something in the future where I could pitch ideas to you, and if you love them. You know you're you're able to do your best and and add some other ideas and and write in there. I think it'd be really fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I do too. So uh, we're connected now. So <laughs> let's uh you know you know go through the project and and find out what ha-
0: happens afterwards for sure.
1: Yes, yes, definitely.
0: Awesome, oh well, yeah, sounds good. I support you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so far it's been like really great. And you guys Thank seem you. like you have a lot of like similar interests in filmmaking, just from yeah. like listening and kind of following this project the whole way, so. yeah, excited. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
1: It takes, it takes a team of people, you know, that's something I've had to learn over the years. Um, Just because, you know, growing up in a more like indie background, you don't have big crews, you don't have budgets. So a lot of people, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of things on your own. It's, it could be overwhelming and things get overlooked. So just for me to be able to have, you know, you Leilani and uh, have a script even written to me is just like, this is gold like this is this is beautiful like I can I can uh you know I already have something here to work with I don't have to wait to write up my own thing or you know so that it's been fun for me
2: oh good great thank you and I think
0: you're the right person for it so I'm
1: very excited I I hope so yeah
0: this is always great so I appreciate you guys both doing this and joining for all the HCNF things
1: Thank you, Lelani, It was a pleasure to, to chat with but, you. I, I really was looking forward to chatting with you. So this has been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, you know, let's stay connected for
2: sure.